Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? What's going on? It's the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito, and let's jump into this special edition 4th of July podcast, right? So it's the third today, so trying to get this out so anyone who might actually have some time to listen to it tomorrow can, if not this weekend or next week. Anyway, I thought I'd talk about... um, one of the uh, weirdest 4th of Julys I ever had while in prison, right? And this was actually 2008. Yeah, yeah, 2008. So literally, it was the last 4th of July I ever spent in prison. I got out in 2009 in, in late February, right? So, you know, people ask questions like, you know, do you guys get barbecue and do you guys get all this stuff? And, uh, I mean, duh, no, we don't. Um, don't get me wrong. If you're on, a, a minimum security, basically, you know, everything's open. You can literally walk away like a fire camp, for example. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there, especially 4th of July. We're talking about, you know, patriotism and all that. Um, a lot of people don't realize, um, and you might see it in the news, but it's usually like a sub note. But California, right? Uh, I did time in California. Like all these fires you see in California were, you know, literally millions of, well, I'm saying millions. I'm assuming millions of acres definitely over the years have burnt down. Um, millions and millions and millions of dollars of damage to property um i've had i've had friends that lost you know their houses and everything um just craziness right who do you think are some of the people on the front lines putting their lives on the line to save other people's lives and property and everything else inmates yes uh california has a very large group of of prison inmate firefighters right and here's the crazy thing right these dudes you know to get to a fire camp you pretty much have to have a release date they don't let lifers go there right but at the same time you might be on a fire camp for a few years right you get trained on how to fight fires you get all that training you risk your life you do the job you do the work and When you get out, because firefighters in California are sworn peace officers, you basically can't get a job doing that. Kind of sucks, huh? You do the job for about a buck an hour. (laughs) And then when you get out, you can't even take all those skills you learned and have gainful employment. Food for thought. Anyway, moving on. Um, So... My last 4th of July and also probably one of my most interesting 4th of Julys in prison, right? So, um, right before I got out, I went to the hole. I went to AdSeg and that's a whole nother podcast. It's actually a good story and it's also something that 
you either get or you don't get. Uh, there was a big reason why I went. There was also some stuff that might make some people go, ooh, you know, man, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Either which way, I'm in the hole, right? I'm in ADSEG, straight lockdown status. Um, and uh, I get this celly, um, the homie Sticks, a Samoan cat from San Francisco, and uh, he's on medication, right? So if you're on what's called hot meds, and they're called hot meds because if there's anything in that medication where you shouldn't be in high heat, then they're called hot meds and you will be housed in a building that has air conditioning. Once again, I was in Vacaville, California. Look it up. It gets really hot in Vacaville, right? So for the majority of us who aren't on hot meds, yeah, it sucks because you have a fan that blows around hot air and you just got to deal with it, right? There's no AC in the buildings. There's some big uh, pedestal fans, but that's about it. So needless to say, uh, Sticks is on hot meds, um, which basically means anytime it's it gets to 90 degrees, those kind of people have to go back inside and all that. They got to stay in air conditioning. So because he's on hot meds, it kind of benefited me because it was summertime and that was my second summer in the hole. Oh my God. Summertime is just not the right time to be in the hole because it's airtight. You don't get your fan. You don't get anything. So you're just miserable like 24 seven, right? So Sticks and I sell up, and um, because of of his hot meds, there basically was nine and ten block or nine and ten building, which were ad seg, uh, ten building being air conditioning. <laughs> so we got moved to air conditioning. So first off, I'm loving it because I'm like, man, I can do my burpees, I can do my workout, and after I do my bird bath, I'm cool because it's nice and cool in the cell. You actually need your blanket sometimes right so it, it was cool that we were in there but once again if you watch lockup or all that you know ad seg is kind of what they portray a lot you know guys that never get out of their cell and they fish so they shoot little lines out their cell to you know pass magazines books and drugs and everything else around from one cell to another right so needless to say in the hole right you got some people that are there um, for fighting. Some people, they got caught with a weapon. Some people that stabbed people. Some people that killed people, like, inside the prison, and now they're, they're there, right? You got people waiting to go to court, pending a drug offense or whatever the hell it may be. All kinds of stuff. Or waiting to transfer to a higher security prison. And because they're higher security, they have to stay in ADSEG because they can't be in GP or general population. So... One group of people that you have are people waiting to transfer or to finish their paperwork, right, to get transferred to an SNY yard. Um, shout out to Nipsey Hustle. He's got one of his raps where he actually talks about SNY. And uh, I thought it was kind of cool. It reminded me of, of older times, right? So SNY is Sensitive Needs Yard. Um, basically PC, right? Like you told on someone or you're in the process of telling on someone. Um, they don't let you go to an SNY yard without giving up confirmed information. So if you're on SNY, you really freaking told, right? Um, it's like documented. Um, 
and there are some people that tell and refuse to go to an SNY until someone else finds out, right? Um, and don't get me wrong, uh, depending on certain things like um, your case and stuff, if you're a rapist and all this stuff, you could end up on SNY without necessarily telling on someone. You basically kind of tell on yourself, right? But anyway, needless to say, we got these SNY white dudes right next door to us. So any other race, and especially the whites, can't talk to them because they're white and they're SNY. So the regular whites, you know, want to kill them, want to beat their ass and all that other stuff. But they're locked up. They're not going to get to them, right? Um, other races don't talk to other races in the whole. But we're others. So we can pretty much talk to whoever we want, right? So these dudes, um, one of the guys... Uh, was down as Jewish, so he got kosher meals, which means he got some pretty cool stuff. He'd get like onions and bell peppers and salami and uh, all kinds of just cool, cool stuff. Cheese. Um, they, they got a special lunch that was 100% kosher, but the the reason why some people literally would convert. <laughs> Um, or at least convert on paper was they wanted the food that they got because these kosher meals for lunch, dinner, and everything else were really, it was good food. Uh, but a lot of times, um, people just wanted to be able to cook good food. And so in the kosher lunches, I mean, they literally give you like a whole bell pepper, a whole onion, like what the, how they work that out. I don't know, but anyway, so these dudes got all this stuff and we would borrow, We'd shoot them newspapers and stuff, and they would shoot us magazines. And they also had some razor blades, which is gold, you know, for doing stuff. So they'd let us borrow their razor blades. Obviously, in AdSeg, you're not supposed to have any of that. Um, but they had a few. So, you know, it, it, we had a little relationship with them. And even though I was kind of like, man, we shouldn't even be talking to them either. They're, they're freaking dropouts or whatever. But at the same time, you know what? Screw it. You know, um, so needless to say, 4th of July is coming, right? Um, and for, for 10 building, uh, much like the first time I was in the hole, like anyone that came through, even some of the other races that I knew, like, like if they wanted anything, I'd look out for them, but they got to shoot their paperwork. I'd check them out make sure they're straight, you know, that they ain't in there for snitching or anything like that. So anyway, um, we're up in there and. I just got um, one of the cops to bring me um, some of the stuff out of my property before they sent all my, my crap home. Because that's what they do when you're in the hole. They basically send all your crap home, right? So I got them to bring a bunch of my food. A bunch of soups and, you know, a few other little stupid things. Nothing major, but we had some food. So Fourth of July is coming up. And, um, you know, uh, uh, our neighbors are like, hey, man, what's up, man? you guys want a barbecue and like they're laughing and i'm like yeah man i'll cook and they're like yeah right and i'm like no nah, dude you you get the kosher stuff right because every once in a while they send us like a some chopped up onions or something we could throw it in a soup or whatever right so i'm like well you get the kosher stuff right they're like yeah why what's up and i'm like bro like save me your vegetables for a week you know and get you know save some of the salami and stuff like whatever you guys got if you guys got it just shoot it over I'll, i'm gonna hook it all up they're like what and i'm like yeah man trust me i'm a, I'm a freaking barbecue right 
So they're like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, and shoot me that razor too so I can, you know, cut everything up. So one of the cops we're cool with comes by and I'm like, hey, man, can you, they got some stuff for me next door, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just food. And so the cop's like, yeah, all right. Literally two lunch bags, brown paper bags, right? Full of vegetables, salami. There was some cheese and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, it's going down. So they leave. Like, all right, so me and my cellar are sitting there. We're, we're just breaking everything down, right? We're chopping up onions. We're chopping up bell peppers. We took the salamis and cut those in half, so little half chunks. And, like, we're just getting everything ready. We're getting the soups ready and everything. And the dude's like, you guys are really going to barbecue? I'm like, hell yeah. Man, we're going to barbecue. We're going to send you two two bowls over. They, they sent us our bowl, uh, their bowls over, right? So we had their bowls put the food in like look it'll be ready for dinner right so needless to say you know we get up and running i make sure uh we got a cop working that i can get to run for me now mind you an ad say like that ain't easy like cops don't want to take nothing from one cell to another like they're they they don't like doing that shit period even if they had to they don't want to do it right so like I had to make sure there's one of these cops that, like, knew me from the yard and, you know, knows it, that, you know, I'm a stand-up dude and, you know, all that good crap. So, needless to say, we get ready. So, you have probably seen some of this stuff, you know what I mean, in some of these lockups and all these other shows, right? And you can Google it. There's so many people with cell phones now and they they take videos like idiots of themselves locked up, like, you know, they can't use that against you later. But anyway, I mean, I took pictures too, but I didn't start posting them on social media till I got out. So we, we would take the milk cartons, right? And, and you make a little firebomb, right? So basically an empty milk carton, we saved up like 20 of them because, you know, you get your milk with your breakfast. So we had the empty milk cartons. We had a, a bunch of toilet paper. So you wrap toilet paper around the milk carton. Then you take a pencil, you break the, the lead out, and you got to make sure you got an active uh, wall socket, which we did. Uh, and you basically take string and you put it in between two pieces of, of lead. Um, well, you have your two pieces of lead in the socket, and then you take a third that's on a string, and when you hit it, it sparks, right? And when it sparks, you catch your little piece of paper on fire, and then you use that to light your uh, your bomb, right, which is your milk carton with the toilet paper around it. Now, in these cells, they were in the process of removing some of them, but they still were set up like the regular cells are. So that's two bunks, and then you got a desk, a metal desk that comes out of the wall right where the window's at with a, a metal bench, one seat that you can sit down and like write letters mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, they were taking them out of some of the cells just for safety reasons, uh, which I think is bullshit because, I mean, don't give a person a celly if you're worried about the stupid them getting in a fight and someone hurting. Because there's also lockers, right? So some of the cells didn't have the lockers or the, the desk and the chair. We had all that stuff in there. So basically, you have a window, right? And then right at the base of the window, there's your metal desk. And then right in the middle of the desk underneath is a big piece of steel that comes out that has a little chair on it, right? Uh, a stool top, basically. Once again, this is a steel, you know, metal 
desk and basically the paint has been scraped off probably years and years and years ago so we we cleaned up the whole desk scrubbed it down we put our fire bombs about three of them on the stool underneath on the bar so about a eight inches to a foot below the, the actual desk and we just let it go for a while literally turned the desk into a hot plate <laughs> and we let it burn for a while burn for a while then we found out something that would have been great to know ahead of time but once we got started it was just too late apparently the vent that's in that cell uh the extracting vent or the extracting part of it did not work so as things got smoky the smoke went nowhere except out the cell and into the building <laughs> needless to say we I'm, I'm sure it must have looked crazy from the outside but we let we let the stuff burn we let the stuff burn got the 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 griddle nice and hot and then we start cooking right and i'm using mayonnaise and everything i can anything that's oil-based we had some uh salad dressing from dinners like um basically vinaigrette and italian dressing and stuff and so we're using that with some salt and pepper and stuff to season vegetables up and we're i mean i'm in there grilling i also took two milk crates cut them up kind of folded them up and tied them up and made like little spatulas out of them like i really do wish i had some pictures of this and i'm literally sitting there just whipping stuff up and i'm grilling the salami once the salami was nice and cooked i put it off to the edge of the desk just like if you got your hot plate and the heat's turned on in the center and you got the other ones on low like to keep everything warm and then i did up the noodles we heated them up with hot water and then we kind of fried them up to kind of make like a like a fried rice, fried noodle rice, right? And I mean, we hooked it up and I had, I forget what I had. I had some other kind of meat from my uh, my property, grilled that up on there. Oh man, we, we hooked it up and we made some, um, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, but it's jailhouse prison um, sweet and sour pork. We basically took pork skins, used a bunch of jelly, mixed it in with noodles and some hot sauce and i i gotta be honest man it, it actually is pretty freaking good so basically everyone's bowl had like half like the fried rice and half of the sweet and sour pork so we're literally hooking up bowls cop comes by he's like what the fuck what are you doing i'm like bro i'm almost done he's like fucking that's bullshit man i'm like i'm sorry about the smoke but uh, you need to get maintenance over here. That's a maintenance issue, man. We could die up in here. But I swear I'll be done in a minute. Can you come back in about 10 minutes? I need you to run some bowls. He's like, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, please, bro. It's 4th of July, man. Have a freaking heart, man. He came back. I'll give him that. And he told me, like, you better fan that shit out. Do whatever you got to do. So he took bowls to the white dudes next door. Um, and then there were about four other cells that I knew some people. So we sent everyone up a freaking bowl. People were yelling, banging on the door. Thanks, bro. You know what? Fucking best day in the hole ever. Crazy, right? And me and Stick sat there. And I swear to God, it, as shitty as the situation was, being an ad say, me being less than a year to the house, Sticks 
was actually he paroled from that cell um, and left me in there by myself. But as crazy as all that stuff was, as stressful and everything, we had a freaking good ass Fourth of July. Why? Because we weren't going to let the situation dictate our freedom, our mental freedom, or our mindset, or our ability to be happy in what we had, right? So a lot of my podcasts, you'll hear me say that, you know, we are the masters of our of our mental state. Don't get me wrong. Can shit hit the fan and, and you literally lose it and go into depression? Hell yes. I'm not, I'm not trying to say you're weak if you, you can't make the best of a situation. But once you accept the situation and you're past that anxiety point, which we were, we had been in the hole for like a month already or two months or three, you know, it, there, there wasn't no, oh my God, we just got here. We had been there. So we just continuously try to make the best of it. And that 4th of July was freaking pretty cool. It was really cool. And um, I'm an ex-convict, obviously, right? I've had cops and everyone else lie on me, right? And I'm here to tell you, I have no animosity towards law enforcement. I do think that they need to get their shit together in regards that if one does something wrong, the rest need to take care of that. Just like they would if I did something wrong or you did something wrong. I think that is what's broken with the police department. They're worse than a freaking prison gang. Are there good cops? 100. Yes, there are. Right? But if two good cops are by a bad cop and when the bad cop does something, they don't do something, they deserve whatever that bad cop gets. Anyway, my point is I don't have... Anything against anyone. I put myself in, in. I did something stupid. I ended up in prison. I I don't. I, I never think that I deserved less time. Or, or sometimes I don't even think I deserve my freedom. My point being this. Make the best of your situation. I hope you have a great 4th of July. I hope you get to celebrate. Um, however you, you feel you should. I know some people are thinking 4th of July right now. Maybe we shouldn't celebrate it. It's still our country's independence, y'all. Right? Like, people fought so that we could have what we do have. And as shitty as it may seem sometimes, it's still really good, y'all. It is a great country. It is. So, anyway. God bless y'all. I hope you guys are safe out there. I hope you guys are safe during this long weekend. I hope you get to enjoy yourself and whatever that may be, whether it's barbecue and reading the book, spending time with family. And just remember, for all those who have fallen, both law enforcement, the military, and otherwise, and, and victims of brutality, you know, take, take a second or 60 seconds and kind of remember them. And other than that, y'all live it up. Love y'all. Be safe. Talk to y'all soon. 15 to life out.